Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by a marble race and a backwards process. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. So our boys are at home and the days are rough. I know I've said this before, but it's true. The, that's just the way it is. And we're getting through the summer pretty well. And I got my little pool and we got the, we got the hot tub. But we get tired. It's like my wife and I are grinding. We grind with the kids. And sometimes we really need a win. I remember seeing a, I remember seeing a documentary on these Army Rangers that were doing this Ranger training. And they were going out for a week straight. And they were in two-man teams. And this one guy said, that if they could, they were going to try to not sleep for the seven days. And the interviewer kind of like, what, what are you, how are you going to do that? And he's like, well, it's a two-man team, right? So we're going to get to points where we don't know what's going on, but hopefully we alternate that. So hopefully when I go into some kind of psychosis, my partner is lucid enough to keep me going. And when he goes, I, I'm lucid enough to keep him going. And that's how it goes. So that's kind of like what parenting is like at this point. We hit these low points individually. We hopefully don't hit them at the same time. It's inevitable that we're going to hit them, but we're partners, and we really, we really try to function that way. And the other day, I, I got up, and I had a cup of coffee, and I was like, okay, today is my day. And, and I wasn't feeling fantastic, but I knew I had enough in the tank that this should be an update. I have to make this an update. I have to make this happen. And my wife, I think, was feeling okay. Not not terrible, but I knew that if I could take the reins and really steer, steer us, bring a lot of energy to the table, it would give her a little bit of time to just come back to neutral. She didn't check out or anything, but I knew if she didn't have to worry about entertaining the kids and didn't have to worry about bringing energy, then, then it would help. So I was like, all right. I'm going, baby. Here we go. Marble racing. Marble racing is it. Now, I discovered marble races when when I was in class. It was probably like six months ago. We were doing Zoom. Oh, so it was a lot. It was a lot earlier, actually, about three, three, four months ago. We were on Zoom and we were feeling down. Not sad, but just there was a lull in the class. Now, for in person. I tell everybody to get some candy, get some, get a coffee, get whatever you need, grab a snack. We're going to get, you know, get it going again here. And, and man, that I didn't, that, that wasn't happening, <laughs> not over zoom. So I asked if anybody had anything funny and the guy was like, nah, I was just watching some marble racing. Again, one of my students, well, what's marble racing? So he pulls up on his computer a marble race and, and shares it over Zoom. And I'm dying because it's like this two-minute video, these marbles going down this, this sand track. The commentator is next level. I mean, this guy is like NASCAR worthy. It's like I'm watching the Olympics. I mean, they're really – I don't know anything about – uh, let's say cross-country skiing. I know that the guys are savages and they just go to the end, which is amazing. But the point is these marble race, this marble race commentator, he's as good as a cross-country ski commentator from the Olympics. Like he's talking about the different teams and what the coaches were saying and talking about the track. So it kind of cracked me up and I knew, I knew this was going to be my ticket 
for this up day for my boys. So, so I tell them, I'm like, listen, and my eyes get really big. And when I say listen and my eyes get big and they see me, they get real quiet. They're like, what's he going to say? Like, eat your breakfast because we got marble race coming. They're like, what? Marble race? I'm like, oh, you bet. And now I have them focused on this end goal. They don't know what the marble race is. They know I'm selling it. And they get really excited. And they start saying, mom, we're going to do marble racing. And my wife's like, are we getting marbles? What are you doing? I'm like, trust me. I got this. She's like, okay. Let's me go with it. So the boys finish their breakfast. And then I pull up the marble racing. Okay. Now, again, I have a big iPad. Pull it up go to YouTube and we're watching this marble race. And I tell them, I start selling it real hard. I'm like, we're going to bet quarters. Okay. If your marble comes in, in the top four, if you bet a quarter and you got fourth, you get a dollar. If you bet a quarter and you get third, then you get $2. And like, I'm, I'm kind of telling them it was a little too complex. The betting idea was bad because then they were worried about losing money. But we, we made them pick teams and we started writing down which team they were, which marble they were, all these different things. And the more, I got into it the more they were losing it. And my wife started getting into it as well. And it was like, we're screaming watching these marble races. And and it got, it got great. Different marble tracks, right? So some were sand, some were some were actual like plastic tracks. Some were the, uh, the funnels, right? So the funnels are going down. The funnels were actually the best marble race because you on a track, if you're in first, something had happened, but you're probably going to stay in first. I mean, all kinds of little obstacles in the tracks, but the funnel, you have no idea. You could be the last one to drop into the funnel. Everybody's circling the drain and you get bumped and all of a sudden you're the first one to go down the drain. So you really, as my wife said, she's like, man, it is not over until it's over with these funnel races which is true. So it was great. And again, it was my job. It was my job on this day. I was the up man. I was, I was lucid. I had the energy. Of course I have other things I could be doing, but I was like, look, it's my job today. It's me. I'm all in with this. So I'm yelling at the screen. I'm screaming. I'm like, come on, savage speeders. I'm losing it. And my boys, of course, respond because they pick up on the energy and they start screaming for the O-Rangers and they start screaming for White Widow and Big Pearl and all these different marble names as they're going down. And, and what was really interesting is I... I saw the marble races and I thought they were kind of funny. I, mean, I don't dive down rabbit holes on YouTube or, or things like that. I barely have social media. I know what that leads to and I don't like my life being lived that way. I don't like the time I have here being spent on things like marble races. My personal life, by the way. right? So if it's 9 o'clock at night, all the boys are asleep, I could be hanging out with my wife. I'm not watching marble races. But but I had to get into character. I had to get into it because the more I got into it, the more my boys got into it. Now that's not the shocking thing, right? Any kid hanging out with their parent when their parent acts as if the parent loves the engagement. I love the meatballs. I love the burgers. I love the marble races. I love raking leaves. I love making leaf piles and jumping in them. In reality, man, I just want to rake the leaves and get them into the bin and call it a day. Right, like in reality, I probably don't love the meatballs that much, but I gotta sell it and they get excited about it 
and that's my job. But what was very interesting to me is we always assume that for us personally to be interested in something, we have to see it and immediately get an interest in it. And that's our personal entertainment, right? What I do with my kids is different. I pretend like I'm entertained and they become entertained and that's good. But for something for me, it has to be, it has to be interesting right out of the blocks. The marble races really helped me realize how backwards that is sometimes because as I got engaged in the marble races and as I was screaming and hooting and hollering and they got more excited and they started screaming and hooting and hollering and betting and, and getting into it, I actually got into it. It wasn't a, it wasn't a show anymore for me. I was locked into the marble races because of the energy that was coming back from my boys because they were so into it now all of a sudden I cared way more I had effectively used them as an amplifier and I didn't know I was going to do this I got into the marble races I pretended like I was way into it they actually got into it and their genuine enthusiasm and joy with the marble races led me to be genuinely enthusiastic, genuinely enjoy myself, really get into it. And it gave me pause thinking about this because I would not have chosen to spend my day like this I would have written off the marble races as like a funny little internet quirk had it not been for my boys. And I assumed through the first half of the marble races that this was going to continue to be a fake enthusiasm on my part. I was just selling it to them so they'd be happy. What I didn't realize is the effect their genuine enthusiasm would have back on me and all of a sudden I was into the marble races. I would I would have absolutely written off the marble races. I would not have gotten into it. But because I was willing to put out the energy and pretend like I was into it first, it came back and hit me hard. And then I actually got into it. And I think this is something that people make the mistake with a lot. I think people assume that the activity or the idea or the entertainment has to be engaging immediately. Immediately. The second you see it, you have to be like, oh, that's great. When in reality, I think if people allow themselves to start going through the process of being engaged, they allow themselves to be entertained. They think of reasons why it's funny or cool or whatever all of a sudden they may not be forcing it. They may actually be into it. They may actually be enjoying themselves, not in a forced way, not in an obligatory way, in a real way. So the next time you see something that maybe you're not that into, the next time somebody shows you something that they like and you think it's silly, you may want to just take a step back 
you may want to give it one more look. You may want to pretend like you're into it just for a couple minutes. Because you never know. Once that ball starts rolling, you may be into marble racing. I'm Matt Todd. And this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it. Thank you, everyone. And please do remember the essay classes are lining up daily, as are the SAT and ACT review. If you need some help, just hit me up. Thank you.